So one of the key experiences of our lives is feeling, obviously. Uh, and this English word feeling can cover a number of factors in, in Buddhist analysis. One is just the quality of that which is agreeable or disagreeable. In other words, things that you easily open to and accept and take in. Mm. And easily go in and you're quite happy to linger with them. And qualities that you put up with or bear with or resist or try to shift away from. <laughs> They're not always terribly strong, but this fluctuation of feeling, Vedana. Mm. Of course, so this is a big feature of our lives. And a skillful and unskillful basis of, uh, of that movement. Yeah. So disagreeable, we recoil with a sense of distaste from that which is violent, abusive, and feels good. And skillful, unpleasant. Skillful, pleasant, with a sense of happiness and gladness and the welfare of others. Skillful pleasure. And of course, unskillful basis. Yeah. Afflictive emotions, resentment, feeling hurt, being discounted. Mm. Yeah. So it tightens up your tightening experience. Disagreeable or unskillful, pleasant feeling. Similar in some ways. You still use tighten up, greed, gratification, clinging. Mm. So it's not just the feeling itself, but the effect of the feeling, the base of the feeling. It reminds us of another aspect we cover with the word. English word feeling, our ability to be sensitive. We are feeling creatures. Consciousness in a sentient form means you feel everything. It has that propensity to be sensitive, to be affected. Mm. In meditation, what we're doing, or one thing we're doing is clarifying, strengthening, Wisely understanding the capacity to be sensitive, moderating it, supporting it, mm. thoroughly surveying it, so it doesn't go into those contracted states, gratification, craving, you know, aversion, resentment, regret, when feeling touches it. It's propensity to feel, one of the key features of chitta, and it responds. And you can recognize there are two bases of feeling. One is the bodily base, something touches the body and the body tightens up, recoils or gets excited. Mental base, uh, which is much more profound than, well, it generally almost always overrides the bodily base. Mm. So, in a craving for mental feeling, people often, or emotional feeling, people often abuse their bodies. Mm. Passion. Hatred. Mm. So we recognize uh, you know, the most powerful mental feeling quality generates something called emotion. Emotion is uh, experience of something contacts, an impression, a felt, a mental impression is arrived at. That's hostile, that's frightening, that's wonderful. That's fantastic, that's shocking. That's a mental perception that arises on contact. And an activation occurs. 
start getting energy runs out, activation, sankara. And as that occurs, that experience of being excited, worked up, also makes contact. So that contact generates more feeling, more perception. So you get this build up, and it's easy to get overloaded and overwhelmed, or rip tides of feeling. Feeling from one base going one way, feeling from another base going another way. And so the whole web of sensitivity gets extremely tangled, conflicted. And straightening out that, smoothing it out, and understanding it, and caring for it, so that it will effectively be able to be warmed, supported, extended, agreeable feeling, skillful feeling, skillful agreeable feeling, which is actually for one's welfare and the welfare of others. So you don't want to not feel. You want to feel grateful, compassionate, a sense of moral concern. Those, you know, they're there. So this is why we don't shut off feeling, but manage it, moderate it, understand it, and directly, rather than from an idea that we should or shouldn't feel, but experiencing it. So a lot of meditation is actually about feeling. And we might also recognize in that domain we have different kinds of sore spots. Something touches and you get either a real negative spiral. We call that a trough. And everything runs into that trough. Because, <laughs> because it's a trough. So we get when these troughs open up, these hollows, these dents open up and you jitter then Life floods into that, you feel hopeless, overwhelmed, it's always this way, I never that, and so forth, it fills up. You get contact with that, activation, overload, overwhelm. Then you get peak experiences also. Uh, when it really, that really excites and delights me. Uh, may not seem problematic, but of course, as a peak, it's isolated. And you can't stay there. And you get a sense of loss or obsession with that particular source of delight. I want to have it again and again and again. So these troughs and peaks amount to something like, if you imagine the jitta, the sentient, sensitive experience being like a sheet or a web. You get these troughs in it and these peaks in it and you ideally want to kind of lever it out so feeling can be felt and the skillful quality or the unskillful quality understood within that what touches us how we react so then the mind is left quite open and clear and this also feels, feels pleasant, light, open, easeful. Ibana paramangsukang. Ibana is the highest, deepest kind of ease. So practicing, we start with something very simple. Mental feeling is quite a complex area. Oh, we always encourage meditation to begin with that recollection of feeling welcome. 
Take your time, safe, no hurry. You know, reflect upon the opportunity for awakening, for freedom, for support, encouragement, goodwill. These qualities we generate so we're beginning with opening the, sen- the sensitivity to something that's got agreeable, skillful feeling to it. So you have maybe the thought, the impression, all the time in the world, plenty of space. Mm. Awareness of the potential for the beautiful, the sacred, that which you hold dear in your heart, heart values. Begin with that which gives rise to the quality of Pamoja. Gladness. Reflecting on the kindness others have shown to one in a day, or on skillful deeds, or the good examples that have uplifted. Removing pressure. You might notice, probably, almost instinctively, that when you take something in and it's deep and meaningful, something in your body goes steady and straightens up, like your whole body is tuning into that. Just a rambling thought. It's kind of a reflex because the body and the heart are two sides or operate in the same system. So when you bring out qualities that are opening, gladdening to the heart, the body tends to straighten, open up. And it's using that. Almost getting your posture tuning into the quality of heart. It's not casual, it's not bent, it's not twitchy. It's not rigid, it's not forced. You so you see how as the body helps chitta to drink in, open sensitivity. And so often when you come into meditation after a few moments, maybe you begin you do something with your hands. These are very active, 
aspects and often the hands are poised Mm. what's called the samadhi mudra mudra of meditation is when hands are lightly together and there's contact between a fingertip and a thumb thumb tips so you have the sense of both the openness of the hand and also the light touch light touch of contact openness of hand and you relax that openness make it as fully open relaxed releasing tension or agitation opening the palms resting light contact between the fingers thumb or thumb tips get used to that because this is a useful bookmark to return to called Samadhi Mudra because in that it's poised it's open sensitive not tense lingering that your chitta your heart your awareness begins to take on similar quality that's what mudras are about and positions are about this one samadhi mudra there's you know different ways of doing that but that's the essence of it aware of the hands hands are restful palms are open and there's some kind of physical contact which is light, sensitive and then you can with that you notice the open palm it's not touching anything it has the propensity to feel so you get that acknowledging sensitivity palms can be quite warm or vibrant or tingly or cool not touching anything so it's just the body itself nervous energy in the body contemplating that bringing a sense of ease opening, widening, softening mental energy into that creating a mark open sensitive calm you feel it whatever's going on in the mind the heart elsewhere in the body try to connect to this place 
open sensitivity, stable. So you can breathe out through the hands. Breathing is a way of moving energy. Agitation, you breathe it out through the hands. Dullness, you breathe in through the hands. Grinding up. This is a very helpful mark to feature. Notice also where there is contact, physical contact. You know, fingers, thumbs, or maybe a piece of your hands is touching. How does that feel? What kind of pressure? Pushing, sliding, and you realize the body is pretty skillful, adept at knowing exactly how to the right kind of contact, where it's just comfortable, alert, contemplate that. creating this bookmark, this place and wherever you go, wherever the meditation takes you feel you can just return to this place because the hands are very sensitive and quite easily come to the forefront of your attention so if things become difficult you just return to your hands and move your hands or just your hands and it gives you something you know if you're finding yourself swept away into areas that are difficult once you enter the feeling realm then this is why it is uh, huh, tr- troughs and peaks and whirlpools energies moving around so you want a stable place also a place that can have that openness to it, so energy can just discharge, ease up. So in this way we set up a base psychological, emotional base of aspiration, refuge, recollection and an embodied base the overall feel of that
nature of citta, nature of awareness, what you rest it upon will tend to become the dominant theme. So if we're establishing a skillful, comfortable place that tends to come to the fore. And so spread it as if you're sitting in it, so it's covering your entire body. Breathe in, breathe it out, really. Mm. It may sound illogical, but this is the nature of mind, chitta, what you absorb into becomes the dominant theme. As we know to our regret, when we absorb into you know, grudges and anxieties, they become dominant. Now we're absorbing into agreeable, stable, open sensitivity. Make it strong, make it reliable. Because this is the way in which you can empty those peaks and troughs. even them out. As we know, we're constantly receiving input, the body gets uncomfortable, depending on your physique. But pretty quickly, the mind gets uncomfortable. <laughs> gets fretful, restless. It's remembering. It's got a mood already present there, dejected or mm, foggy, or energy's low, or pretty input. All that's felt. It's felt, isn't it? Goes into the troughs in the chitta. We start speaking, and the mental ideas and themes and emotional proliferations spin out. Yeah, contact, perceptions, activations create more contact, more perceptions, more triggering, round and round and round, digging the trough deeper. So one of these these troughs have voices, they speak. See, then one of them opens up, bothering me today. What are we going to pick? What I'm fascinated by, impassioned by, what more of today? They speak, they pretty soon make their presence felt. You can agitate around it, or identify with it, or spin out a story around it, or feel the feeling. Connect that feeling to your hands. Your out breath, your in breath. Steadying. So you Instead of the activation of making more or less, you turn the active activity towards careful attention. So more 
when you feel agitated, just get the feeling of relaxing your hands. When you've got this big problem about what you need to do, what you've got to do by tomorrow, just breathe out. Use these open, sensitive signs to be receptors for the difficult emotion. So these, uh, the input might be based just upon things like um, suddenly remember I have so much to do once again to one of those troughs and I remember all the things I have, I have to do everything else tumbles in after it and once that feeling and impression gets going it starts to attract so then we're going to overwhelm flooded, reactive and the body tightens up, really. That's a trough. Okay, so then it speeds up or locks down or blames or feels guilty or something. So it goes into these locks that make it an identity. Stay feeling overwhelmed, so much to do, not enough time, so forth. Feel, widen, attention to include your hands, palms, your hands, open space. Mental attitude of compassion. Willingness to feel it. Mm -hmm. Giving it time. So you slow down that activation from the speedy, agitated state. And not even getting speedy about getting a result. Not like getting agitated about getting calm, taking the time to let the feeling move and roll. Move through the body. Felt. Everybody gets this. It's not a person, it's not a self. It's one of those troughs, one of those dents, one of those pits get established by social contact and then of course there are opposite, not enough to do, bored Lack of stimulation. So it kind of numbing out. Go back to that contact in your fingers, your hands. Straighten the body, open up. Yeah. 
again discharge the negativity of boredom demand that it could set up frustration can't get things done the way I want them to or as quickly as I'd like them to or yeah that one feeling that tightening up tension similar process disagreeable So we're widening and opening to receive the disagreeable, not to adopt its story, but to receive its energy, rather than defend ourselves from it, or blame ourselves for having it, or swat it away, to receive without adopting its story, so the energy of that feeling can be released through the body, through the mind, open, Stable, steady. Another big area of our felt experience is other people in the past, in the present. How that affects us. Fascination, peak experiences, obsession with people. Emotional fixation, sexual craving, you know, softening, recognize this whenever that occurs, and heightened, surreal <laughs> quality of the energy. Oh, this one. That's what's happening in the body, tightening up, chitta, losing balance, obsessing, spinning, more and more fantasy activations. Mm-hmm. The feeling of that, all that seemingly agreeable and actually corrosive to the web we lose the wholeness in that returning to the whole web widening Mm. 
so we can cultivate this in the body and in the mind often the way the simple things we use for that are this will pass this object that I'm, that I'm fascinated with will change and the experience will change so just that recognition it arose therefore it must pass simple get it in perspective this this alone this is not self it's not me and it's not that person these are just two fixation creating people out of itself so it's it's a fantasy it's a Of course, fantasies are entrancing, and yet it's a drugging effect, lose balance, lose ground. Dukkha, suffering. Very widen, soften. step back to get the bigger picture and understand how these felt energies can affect us in quite uh, powerful and afflictive ways discharging everybody gets this Of course, the opposite, the ones we find ourselves having a lot of disagreeable, negative impressions of, near or far, alive or dead, always justifiable. What's it doing to your heart? widening, softening the energy something more moderated the images fade you get to feel that sense of irritability for what it is that sensitivity, it's natural And then you even that out by returning to an open, stable place. This will pass. Don't make it a person. Don't make yourself the victim of disagreeable feeling. Disagreeable perceptions.
perhaps the most, uh, one of the most volatile objects feeling is myself. Maybe a kind of a giddy sense of what's that? Who is that? When you look at it directly, it kind of disappears. <laughs> but if you wait, it creeps up on you. <laughs> it can be identification with the health or energy of the body, and I don't feel good. Identification with the moods of the mind. I can't get very peaceful. Can't manage this. Identification with events in the day didn't do that very well. Oh, of course, yeah. Identification with art. It's a great idea. So, it's this sort of grasping. Yeah, a reflex taking personally mm, phenomena self established comes out of that it can change so also we receive whatever is in that box this box of me this time. Felt. Opened. Put in any one of these levels out, you get the tonality of equanimity or pekar. It's serene, it's open, stable, doesn't go up and down. This is the most useful, flexible, abiding place, station, the heart, and there we can rest in that sense, see that as the foundation to return to. So steer whatever is needed in terms of goodwill, kindness or compassion, appreciation to deal with those uh, peaks and troughs in the end result, open, stable, 
Economist.